It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in him? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. Foster. Nine seconds for the win. Oh! 
unstoppable. I had Michigan State making that championship. They lost their first game. That was that was tough. But yeah, I got. I mean, I got that one at least. Illinois. Who'd you have winning the Big Ten? I think you had. I think you had Michigan. I think I had Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Not a bad pick, but they had, they made to the uh, semifinals, lost to Ohio State. Not terrible. What else is out there? Big East. Oof. That was that was tough. Blue Jays. That was tough. Were massacred. Yeah. Well, they played fine in their first uh, two games. They crushed Butler, and then they beat UConn in a thriller. Patrick Ewing, that's his home. Yeah, it is. Can't mess with Pat in his home. Well, they've been able to the last three years. Not <laughs> anymore. anymore Not anymore. That was that's shocking. All over. A lot of close wins for Georgetown, but then Creighton just looked flat. They couldn't hit a single shot to save their life. So, missed that one. I had Creighton winning. But you had Villanova winning. They didn't even win a game. So... That's tough, also true. Tough look. And I had Providence as a sleeper. They lost their first game. Not a good look. The American, I had, as I said before, I, I, that's the other one I got right. I had Houston. I had Houston beating Wichita State, but my sleeper was Cincinnati. Because uh, I was really back and forth between Cincinnati and Wichita State in the semifinal. And then Cincinnati actually ended up winning that and made it to the championship. So, that was pretty cool. I... I, I had a feeling about Cincinnati, and then they made it to the championship, but Houston's just too good, so got that one. I think you took Wichita State there? Yeah. Yes, I did. ACC. I think we both had Florida State winning it, and they made the championship. They made it. And uh, did you have them playing Virginia? I think you had them playing Virginia. I think so, but and then Virginia, Virginia just was had, eliminated. Yeah, f- no, from the not COVID fair. issues. So. Georgia Tech won two games, and they won the ACC tournament. So neither of us had them, and kind of not not the fairest ways getting there. I had UNC as my sleeper. They made the semifinal, so there's that. Um, and a couple other ones. Big 12, I had Baylor beating Texas, and Texas ended up winning that one. They – who did they – they end up beating – Texas played Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, okay. Who who defeated Baylor in that one again? Do you remember? Because it was, uh, yeah, it was Texas, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State must have beat them, right? Yeah, Oklahoma State beat Baylor. Okay. Um, Oh, I was watching that. That was a good game. Yeah, so, but sleeper, I had Oklahoma State as my sleeper, so they made the championship. But... Texas I think we should it. move on. Okay. I don't know. We're dwelling in the past now. We have to look we forward are. to the future. Well, I think that's all of them anyway. That's okay. Yeah. So I'm just looking. Pac-12 was... That was a shocker. Oregon State. Yeah, now they're Pac-12. That. Yeah, that was a shocker. All right. Let's move on to the, the present and the future. The NCAA tournament. March Madness. Starting this Friday. Well, actually starting this Thursday. With uh, the, the first, first, four. first four games. But Friday is when the round of 64 officially kicks off. 32 games there. Want to just run through all of them? Who we have picked? Sure. All right, let's just go for it. Um, and I, we're both looking at the same bracket, so we'll just go in order that they're listed here. Starting in the West region, Gonzaga versus either Norfolk State or Appalachian State. I'm going to guess you pick Gonzaga. I pick Gonzaga. Yeah, I also pick Gonzaga. Hard to pick a 16. I, actually, I watched Appalachian State's um, conference tournament championship, and they look like a fun team. But, yeah, Gonzaga is the number one overall seed. That's a, that's a pretty easy one there. Number eight, Oklahoma versus number nine, Missouri. Who did you take here? I picked Oklahoma there. I think they have the uh, better statistics in terms of points per game. And opponents' points per game, and they come from a really good conference, and I think they're going to take down Missouri. I also took Oklahoma here. They have a, they ended. They had a tough end of their season, but they were top twenty-five for a lot of the year. They have a couple really good shooters on their team, and Missouri. They have Missouri has a couple of big time wins, but they didn't excite me as much as. I mean, neither of these teams excite me that much. But if I had to pick between the two of them, I just have seen Oklahoma. You know, be in the rankings this year, play some good basketball, have them winning in a close one. All right, 
Next, my five seed Crane Blue Jays take on the number 12 seed UC Santa Barbara. I'm going upset alert on this one. I know you're not going to like it. The Blue Jays, they looked weak against Georgetown. They got blown out in the championship game, in the Big East championship game, by a team that wasn't even supposed to be there. They're going down to UC Santa Barbara, and UC Santa Barbara is going to move on to the next round. There's always a 12 that beats a 5, or something like that happens a lot. This is the game that I'm picking for that to happen this year. Creighton is going down. 12, 12 over 5 is a very common one that happens every year. But you, you know what I like about the, the one positive I took away from that big Creighton loss in the Big East Championship is that that's what a lot of teams are seeing now as like the last sign of Creighton, the last thing that they, they saw of Creighton was you know a big loss where they couldn't shoot, whatever. So I think teams are going to be sleeping on Creighton a little bit, underestimating them. I'm obviously taking Creighton in this one because that game, they even started out fine. Backup point guard was injured. We sub in our third string point guard and lose all of our momentum. And from there on, we just we couldn't hit a shot to save our lives. I don't know what Creighton was doing, like why they all of a sudden couldn't shoot the ball. But, you know, I'm sure they had a nice long week of practice this week, or they're going to, and they're going to get their shot back. They're one of the best oh. shooting teams in the country. It's in their head I'm not, now. I'm not worried about, about a one-off. Their, their streak is going to continue. They're, they're cold. They're ice cold. I'm not. I'm not worried about them. They had one bad game. Everyone get, has bad games where they can't shoot the ball, but they have such a good starting five and four bench guys that can come off the bench and provide really good minutes. Especially with our backup point guard Sharif Mitchell, if he's back, not when it counts. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Not when it you counts. see Santa Barbara's a good team. I think it'll be a good game, but going to Jays. Going my my Jays. We're fine. All right, number four Virginia versus number thirteen Ohio. I have Virginia there. I actually went upset alert on this one. Ohio. Um, Virginia, they're coming off of having, you know, these COVID issues in the in the ACC tournament. They're obviously a very good team, but Ohio, they're just coming off of winning their conference tournament. And I think, uh, what is it? They, yeah, they have, they're led, they're, Starting point guard Jason Presson is one of the best scores. I mean, in college basketball, he's a project possibly projected to go to the M- the NBA draft, and you know sometimes you, you just gotta look at some of these hot low seed teams and against a Virginia team that is trying to defend their title from two years ago, but suffering with these COVID issues, haven't played in a while. I kind of like Ohio staying hot. We'll see. All right. Next, we got USC six seed versus either Wichita State or Drake. Who'd you take here? I took USC here because Wichita State really disappointed me when I picked them to win their tournament, and they didn't do it for me in the American Athletic Conference. And I was, I was kind of upset that they let me down. And any, and if Drake ends up beating Wichita State, then any team that could you know, just barely beat Wichita Staters in the same category as them. I don't think they deserve to win this game. I'm picking USC. Yeah, I also took uh, USC here. That's actually a fun – that Wichita State-Drake game is kind of a fun game because it's a – those teams used to be in the same conference, the Missouri Valley Conference, until like six-ish years ago. So that's kind of a fun playing game, but I don't see the winner of that moving past USC. I really like USC – they were my pick to win the Pac-12 tournament. Didn't end up working out the way I thought it would. But they're still a very good team, led by Evan Mobley and Isaiah Mobley, two really good forwards. And th- this is just a, a really good, I think, a really good sleepy, sleeper team. So I'm not too worried about USC beating either of those teams. All right. Kansas versus Kansas, the three seed versus 14 Eastern Washington. Kansas. I got another upset here. Oh, come on. I have another upset here. <laughs> Your bracket is crazy already. This is a Ohio's big... Ohio's going to beat Virginia, and, and Eastern Washington is going to beat Kansas, yeah. who was the second best team in the Big 12 this year? Third. They, well, they ended third, but this is this is kind of my in biggest the upset region. This is my biggest upset region. 
because of the in terms of the double digits, um, Eastern Washington has a very very good offense. They twenty ninth in offensive efficiency, and I believe they're very high up in three point percentage. I don't have the exact number, but Kansas ended second, by the way, in the regular season standings. Is what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Either way, Kansas. That's crazy. Kansas also is coming off of uh, a another. They had a COVID issue too. So for one, who knows if they're even be able to play? And I don't know what what I, that'll look like this year if teams aren't able to play. I don't know how that affects people's brackets and whatnot. But Kansas, they had a really good start to the season. They ended up. As you said, second, the Big 12, it's not bad, but they had a couple of I mean, losses. Not bad. Big 12 is the best conference in the league. Not bad. No, it's, it, it's good, but they had, you know, some, they, they weren't, they, they kind of slid down toward the end of the year. And again, Eastern Washington, I, they have a really fun, a really good offense. So have I, you that, seen that's Eastern why I like this. I like this. Uh, have you seen here. Eastern Washington play this year? No, that's the fun thing about the NCAA tournament. I'm looking at so their wait, stats. Wait. I'm all for upsets, but let me just get this straight. You were picking. The second best team in the best conference in all of college basketball to lose to Eastern Washington in the first round. Yes, because they they ended their season. It's a lot about momentum too. The end of their season was not nearly as good as the beginning of their season, and Eastern Washington's very hot and a very good scoring team, which is why I could potentially see an upset. And either way, it's not like I have. I honestly don't really have either of those teams going far, so. Doesn't matter too much for my bracket in general, but I like an upset there. There's got there's always a couple of these low teams that pull off the upsets. So that's, I have that's Kansas in my elite eight. Okay. So if that happens, I'm in big trouble. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we got number seven Oregon versus ten VCU. Oregon, they they kind of uh, didn't look too good in their Pac-12 tournament, but I think they're going to come back, and I think they're going to be able to get this win against VCU. Yeah, I, I agree. VCU made their uh, conference championship, which is impressive, but you know it's not the same VCU team as there was like six or seven years ago when they had a couple of deep runs. Oregon's not not quite the same level they were about a co- uh, in the last couple of years, but they're still a really good team. They still have a couple of really good seniors. I like this team. I think that they win, at least against VCU. And then we got... Two Iowa versus fifteen Grand Canyon. Got a big upset here, Kenny. No, I do not. Big Ten is strong. Iowa yeah. is going to win this. This barely ever happens that a fifteen beats a two, and it's not going to happen this year anywhere. Yeah, I got I got Iowa there as well. I think Grand Canyon. I think it's their first NCAA tournament, which is exciting. But Iowa, obviously, Luca Garza is one of, is. Possibly the best player in the country. So, yeah, I got Iowa. That one, is, I'm not too worried about that one. And then we got in the East region. So that's it for the West region. In the East region, we have number one Michigan against either Mount St. Mary's or Texas Southern. 16 over one? No. No. Yeah, I got Michigan too. That's not too – that was not too worrisome for me. I feel like I feel like one of these 16 over ones might be close. Maybe, but I don't. I don't. I honestly don't have any ones losing. It doesn't matter about close. A win's yeah, a win. Exactly. Um, all right. A little more interesting. Number eight LSU versus number nine St. Bonnie's. I'm going St. Bonnie's here. Okay. I gotta say, I really liked how LSU played in the SEC championship game. But one thing that bothered me at that SEC championship game because that was the first time I've seen LSU play all season. It's the play of Cameron Thomas, who's supposed to be their best player. So Cameron Thomas was really uh, content with shooting these really long Curry or Damian Lillard uh, type threes, which I just don't think I'm a big fan of that. You know, I'm okay with taking those every once in a while, but he was just content to catch the ball out five feet, five feet past the uh, three-point line and just heave them up the whole time and they were falling. Some of them fell, but then, you know, he lost his groove, and then he pretty much didn't score the whole rest of the game. And if that's supposed to be your best player, he didn't step up at all when when he needed to step up. And, you know, I think you should always be looking for a better shot and always should be trying to get closer to the three-point line and take shots from there. Maybe his percentage would have been even better than it was, which was already pretty good. And I'm just not – I'm not a fan of that style. And 
I think St. Bonnie's is going to take them down. I'm going, I'm going with the Bayou Bengals. I'm taking LSU. I, I see what you're saying. St. Bonnie's is a pretty well-rounded team. But LSU, the fact that they made that run in the SEC tournament, was so, were so close to beating Alabama in that game in the championship. They And they have the, I think it's the 14th, no, yeah, 14th most efficient offense in the country. So even though their, their defense isn't great, they're definitely a well- a yeah, heavy but, on their offensive team, but just based off what I saw in the SEC tournament, if they can, like, and yeah, I agree with some of those deep threes were not great shot selections. If they can spread the ball out more, try to get down low a little more and not be settling for those deep threes, I, I think LSU will win that game. That's what I'm taking. All right. What about number five, Colorado versus your arch ne- nemesis? Patrick Ewing, and the Georgetown Hoyas. Well, I'll be honest. There's a lot of teams in the Big East that I just despise, and Georgetown's never really been one of them. Yeah, so but they're didn't not they upset you this past Saturday? They did. They did. They did. But not as, they, didn't, they didn't make me as mad as some teams would have. Obviously, just don't love them. I'm taking Colorado here, 5 over 12. Colorado, they were, yeah, they made that uh, Pac-12 championship. They're a very good team that's not super talked about. They have some really good stats, and yeah, I, I really like this team to at least win this game. Georgetown is obviously riding off of a lot of momentum. They have some really good players. I think this will be a really good game, but Colorado's a little more tested. I'm, I'm taking Colorado here. Yeah, I agree. I think the Georgetown-Cinderella run is going to end here, and Colorado's going to come up with the win. But good for them for uh, oh, making yeah. it. That's, Super cool. That's, that's, that's pretty cool, but... But not good enough. Not good enough. All right. Four Florida State versus 13 UNC Greensboro. I'm a really big Scotty Barnes fan. He's one of the my favorite players that I've seen play in college basketball this year. And I have to go with Scotty Barnes and the Florida State Seminoles. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Florida State as well. No upset here. Florida State obviously had a very good season. Both of us picked them to win the ACC tournament. Made it to the championship. Lost close one to Georgia Tech. Um, UNC Greensboro, I think they have a, yeah, they have a pretty good defense. They're led, they have a really good, uh, their best players. It, the one thing I like about UNC Greensboro, their best player, you know what his name is? What? Isaiah Miller. Oh, it's close. Yeah, it's literally like two letters off. And I, I, no. I, I couldn't pick them. I took Florida State. They're the better team. I really like this Florida State team. I thought they were the best team in the ACC. Um, but, I, I, you know, it would be cool if Isaiah Miller could pull off a win. He's the leading scorer. He's a very good player. So, I mean, I'm taking Florida State, but that would be cool. All right. What do you have for BYU versus Michigan State slash UCLA? <sighs> yeah, this was, this was tough because Michigan State – I was so high on them last week, and I thought they were going to make a run in the Big Ten tournament, and they just – I think they'll win the play-in game against UCLA. I don't think UCLA is very good, but I went with BYU. BYU is having an underrated, very good season. It kind of gets overshadowed by the fact that they're in Gonzaga's conference. Um, but they have very good offense and defense. I think they're going to be a tough matchup for a lot of teams. And so I just couldn't see after after what I saw from Michigan State last week. I I'm going with BYU. Maybe if they had made more of a run, I would pick Michigan State. But yeah, I'm going BYU. I went with BYU as well for similar reasons. Okay. All right. Number three, Texas versus number fourteen, Abilene Christian. I'm high on Texas in this tournament. I really liked what I saw from them in the Big Twelve tournament. They won the whole thing against really, really tough competition, and I think they're going to definitely take care of business in the first round, and I have to go in a lot further than that. Well, you're not going to like what I have to say. I have another oh, upset man. here. <laughs> I really, believe Christian. Your upsets just don't make any sense. My upset, 12 versus 5 with Creighton, made sense. Because my two big upsets that I have had so far, it's against teams that I think – You've had three. Yeah, okay, Ohio's, uh, yeah, I had Ohio, Abilene Christian, Eastern Washington. For one, it's just fun to, you know, pick some of these upsets, but Texas is a team that 
sure they made the Big 12 championship or won the Big 12 championship, but I I don't see them making it very far. And Abilene Christian, I just I was doing some reading about them. They're one of the best defensive teams in the country, and they're also I think top twenty in three point percentage. To me, that's a really good combination in the NCAA tournament. And so, I don't. I mean, I don't have them winning any more than one game. But if I have to have an upset, I, I this is a, this is a type of game you where I can see an upset. An upset. Yeah, yeah, you kind of have to have upsets every now and then. So, so here's what's happening: you're picking all these upsets, and then if one of them hits. Then you're going to be bragging about it, but all the other ones aren't going to work. I don't have that many upsets in the grand scheme of it. Just it's so upset far. heavy early. Yes. Okay. And and again, it's because it's the three team, the three high seed teams I'm losing are teams that I don't think will win any more than one game, so it won't affect things that much. That that's my logic there. So might as well go with a some of these hot low low conference teams. See what happens. All right. What are you thinking for UConn and Maryland? I went with the UConn, uh, Maryland. That's a seven over a ten. Maryland had a good win against Michigan State, but they're not. They don't excite me that much. UConn, I've seen play a lot this year. They have some very good players. Some team. Some, I've seen some people that have this team as like a sleeper, like possibly make a run. I don't have them that far, but I definitely have them winning their first game. They have a couple of guys that can really score the ball. So like. Uh, book James Booknight, R.J. Cole, some of their best players. Um, I have them at least winning this one. What about you? Yeah, I have them winning too. They have better stats than Maryland does. They have uh, better defensive stats and better offensive stats. So I think they're going to take care of Maryland, even though Maryland's a Big Ten team. Number two, Alabama versus 15, Iona. Rick Pitino is back in the NCAA tournament. Who'd you take here? I took Alabama. They looked really good against uh, against LSU. I like their style of play, and I think they're going to be able to take care of business. I like how their best player is a really well-rounded kind of guy. He does a lot of different things, and uh, he was the SEC Player of the Year. Almost reminds me of like a Draymond Green type. He could do lots of different things, and he really helps his team win. Yeah, Herbert Jones. He's very, very good player. I yeah, of course I have Arkansas winning that one too. No Alabama. fifteen over two. Or yeah, Alabama winning that one. Um yeah, a lot of the same reasons that you said. Alright. On to the South region. We have number one Baylor versus number sixteen Hartford. Baylor. Yeah, no, I have Baylor too. Um not much to be said there. It's just another one over sixteen. That's pretty easy. North Carolina, an eight seed versus number nine, Wisconsin. I'm going Big Ten here. I'm going Wisconsin. I think they're going to be able to take care of business. I don't really like Wisconsin. I, from what I've seen, as they as the, like the second half of the season's progressed, they've had some bad losses. They can't. They've really struggled to score the ball. Um, I think like they're be- They really have heavily rely on their best player, which you know can take a team to a win or two. Um, yeah, Trice is their best player, and he's, the team relies on him a lot for their scoring output. And I, I like North Carolina. They were my sleeper in the ACC tournament. They made the semifinals. They're, for one, they're, I mean, they're always here in the NCAA tournament. They have always had success, and especially coming off a, a pretty good ACC tournament run, I like them to win this game, UNC. What do you think for Villanova versus Winthrop? All right, th- now this is this is a heavy upset pick, and I think this one's fair. I took Winthrop. I've, I've heard of this pick. I took Winthrop. They've only lost one game all season, which, sure, they're in a not good conference. They haven't really played anyone good, but to do to win like twenty two, I think out of twenty three wins in a season is very is very impressive. They have a very good offense, and Villanova, for the same reason I didn't pick them to make the East championship. They are without their best possibly their best player, Colin Gillespie, their senior point guard. Things have not looked good since. They lost to Providence. They lost to Georgetown. Um, they're, they're just, I mean, they're on a heavy downslide. Winthrop is having an amazing season. I, that's another upset. I'm, I had to go with it. I, I couldn't pick against Winthrop. I picked Nova, but I don't have them going far. Yeah, and, and that's fair. Like, Villanova still has some very good players. But for one thing, tw- that's another 12-5 upset right there which is probably the most common upset for some reason. So, yeah, I went Winthrop there. 
All right. We have number four, Purdue against 13, North Texas. Yeah, I have Purdue here. I, did you watch the Purdue-Ohio uh, State game? Yeah. The Big Ten tournament? That was an awesome game. Ohio State had them down uh, about 20 points at half, and Purdue fought all the way back to force overtime. They ended up losing the game, but I was really, really impressed by the play of uh, his name? Williams. Tre- How do you pronounce it? Trevion Williams. Um, so Trevion Williams is this really good junior center that uh, is the starting center for Purdue, and he's their leading scorer, and and this is the first – well, no, I had watched other Purdue games, but I guess I hadn't really noticed him before. And in the first half, he was kind of not playing well, and he was getting frustrated. And then the second half, he brought out this array of post moves, unlike I've seen in a long time. I feel like in the NBA nowadays, there isn't as much of a post-up game. Uh, very few players are really engaging in that kind of a, a style, even among the big men as the uh, – as the league gets more positionless and big men start to shoot more threes, this guy is more of your traditional big man, and he was really, really good at his technique down low in the paint, and I love his moves, and I think he's going to be able to beat North Texas, and I have them going pretty far to my uh, my Elite Eight. Yeah. Or excuse me, my Sweet 16. Um, I also took Purdue there. For one, Williams, a really good center, and then, you know, their other center is... Seven foot Eddie. four, seven foot four freshman yeah. Edie. Yeah, Edie. He is fun to watch. He's he's a big guy. Yeah, he. I I love that guy. He's he's awesome. I yeah. I took Purdue here. Also had them going decently far. Um. Yeah. A lot of same things that you said. They looked very good in the Big Ten tournament. All right. Six Texas Tech versus eleven Utah State. Yeah, I have Texas Tech here. They played in a really tough uh, conference this year. They have similar points per game and opponent uh, points per game, but they play in very different conferences, obviously. Texas Tech plays in a better conference than Utah State, and they're battle-tested, and I think they're going to come through with this victory. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. This is a team that plays – Texas Tech is a team that plays with a lot of fire, I feel like. Like, they always look so, like, pumped up, and especially because of Mac McClung. I mean, he is just such a spark on that team. But, yeah, they play with a lot of fire. Utah State's one of the last teams in. I like Texas Tech to at least win this game. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. All right. Florida. I'm sorry. Yeah, we got Arkansas. Arkansas yeah. versus Colgate. What do you think, Isaiah? Yeah, so uh, three Arkansas. I, I took Arkansas here. I think Arkansas is a very, very good team. I know this is another uh, – I've heard this one floating around a little bit as another potential upset. I don't like this one as much. They are – I believe they're yeah. Colgate's third in offensive efficiency in the nation, which is very impressive. They're right behind. Yeah, Gonzaga but they play in the Patriot League. Exactly. Did and you they, see? Very, did you see the highlight of where they were playing? I was watching. And I thought they were playing in a high school gym. Yeah. No, it's it's a tough look, and they're also named after a toothpaste. But yeah, they're a very good offensive team, very good three point shooting team. But Arkansas has had an incredible second half of the season. I believe they won 12 out of 13 going into the SEC tournament, lost to a LSU team in a good game, uh, to an LSU team that I was very impressed with. But no, Arkansas is a better team here. I don't like this upset pick as much, so I'm going, I'm going Arkansas. What are you thinking for Florida versus VTech? You take Arkansas as well? Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm that take- was an easy one. Yeah. I'm taking Virginia Tech here. Um Florida lost their best player early on in the season. And Virginia, I mean, honestly, neither of these teams impressed me that much. I think it's a pretty even game. Um, but I don't know, Florida really just the, losing your best player like that halfway through the season is just a tough look. I, I'm just going Virginia Tech in a, in a team, in a, a matchup that I think is pretty evenly matched up. I'm picking Florida here. Uh... Just because I like Florida. I like the University of Florida. I, I also don't, there. I don't like Florida, so that's part of it. Oh, too. well, I, uh, <laughs> I was accepted to the University of Florida, and they were my, nice. about my second or third option. I went down there. I visited. Really liked the food there. Liked the stadium. Seems like a cool place. Just the feeling okay. going to Florida in this pick. Yeah, that's, you know, that's another thing, too, is the feeling. Oh, you got There's a feeling behind some of these picks, too. Sometimes. Like Eastern Washington. There's no Washington. rhyme or reason. Well, I don't know about that one, but... 
right. My Ohio, feelings are good. Ohio State and Oral <laughs> Roberts, two or two versus fifteen. You have a crazy feeling about this one? I do not. No, me I neither. Have Ohio State. That's a another easy one. Oral Roberts was a. They're like a four seed in the summit that happened to win their comms tournament. That's a I mean, that that's a pretty easy one. Ohio State beat Michigan to make the Big Ten championship. So yeah, that's an easy one. All right, on to the Midwest region. Region number four out of four. We start with one Illinois versus sixteen, the Drexel Dragons. What do you think? The Dragons are gonna get slayed. Yeah. I, Just like Game of Thrones. The uh, Illini. Illini. The Illini are gonna Slay the Take dragons. out their arrows and slay the dragons. I I definitely agree. And you know, it, as a sports fan, I would really love to see another sixteen beat a one. But it's just like you can never pick that. It's it's impossible to pick. It's just too risky. Um. All right, number eight, Loyola Chicago versus nine Georgia Tech. Yeah, I really uh was impressed with Georgia Tech's performance in the ACC tournament. So. Even though they only had to win the two games, it was still an impressive performance, and I think they're going to be able to take care of business and ride that hot streak. Yeah, I mean, it was hard. I took Loyola Chicago. It was hard for me to pick against Georgia Tech after winning the ACC tournament. Very difficult. But Loyola Chicago, they actually have one of the best – they have a very good offense and a very good defense. It's a very well-rounded team. And this is a team that knows March. A lot of they have a couple of uh, seniors that were freshmen on that team that made the Final Four. They they've been in this spot before. I like them at least winning their first game against Georgia Tech. I'm taking the Ramblers there. All right. What are you thinking for Tennessee number five or twelve Oregon State? All right. This is uh, I'm I'm riding off the Oregon State Pac-12 championship run. I'm taking another 12 over 5. I have two 12s beating 5s. I think that's a pretty good number. I mean, it, there's always a couple every year. Taking Oregon State in this one, and, you know, this is a team I would have never even thought made the end, would make the NCAA tournament, but after what they did to some good Pac-12 teams, i like them to pull off another upset. Tennessee doesn't impress me that much. Um, yeah, they don't. they have a couple of good wins, but... This is this is another feeling one. I, this I feel the momentum from Oregon State. Um, yeah, I, I I don't love Tennessee in this one. Going to Oregon State, going to the Beavers. I'm feeling like the momentum is going to be halted, and Tennessee is going to beat the Beavers, and it's going to move on to the second round. Yeah, I mean that that one's really just the momentum of winning that tournament and the fact that it's a twelve versus five. Because the, the, just those two things, I, I, I'm riding with Oregon State to at least win that one. All right. We got four Oklahoma State against 13 Liberty. Yeah, Oklahoma State is pretty hot. They're just coming off of uh, a loss to Texas in the Big 12 championship. But they still did get to the championship in the best conference in the league. So I'm going to Oklahoma State over Liberty. Yeah, Liberty's a really good shooting team. Um, obviously a very a very good team in their conference, but I cannot go against Oklahoma State with Cade Cunningham and Avery Anderson, such good players. Um, and yeah, they made it to their Big Twelve championship, taking Oklahoma State there. I could see some people potentially picking an upset there, just based off the fact that Liberty's a really good shooting team. But just having watched Oklahoma State play a number of times this year, knowing at least those two guys how good they are on Oklahoma State, I, I'm taking them. What are you thinking for number six, San Diego State versus Jim Beheim and the Syracuse Orange? Yeah, Syracuse is a they're a pretty good team. They you know, they I think they won an ACC tournament game. Buddy Beheim is the coach's son is going off recently. But San Diego State is a very, very good team. There it's also a team that I don't think is talked about very much, but they are a very, very good team. I think they're a very dangerous team. Um, I actually have them making a little bit of a run. So I have San Diego State taking care of business against Syracuse. I do too. Okay. Now we got number three, West Virginia against number 14, Moorhead State. Yeah, I have West Virginia uh, winning here because they're just so battle-tested through that uh, really tough Big 12 conference. And the big, big 12 guy this year, 
So I'm thinking that West Virginia is going to beat Moorhead State. Yeah, I, I, I'm taking West Virginia here. This is I don't think this one's too close, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, West Virginia is in, uh, obviously a very good conference. They've had a very good season. Moorhead State, not, not the best numbers on offense or defense. They don't have really any signature wins. I'm taking the Mountaineers here as well. All right. Now, I think I know what you're going to take on this next one. We got the number seven Clemson Tigers against the number 10 Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Kenny, who and why? Oh, yeah. Rutgers Scarlet Knights, are you rah-rah? Rutgers is going to <laughs> win this game. Well, you don't that? understand because I could do the whole Rutgers fight song for you right now, but we don't. I don't, I don't think we need that. I don't well, think the I was starting it. That. that was the first okay. couple of words of the Rutgers uh, chant that okay. I've done probably a thousand times at Rutgers basketball games, at Rutgers football games, my whole life. This is the first time in my lifetime that the Rutgers Scarlet Knights are in the NCAA tournament. There is no way. They're going to get bounced in the first round. You could take it to the bank. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights with Geo Baker and Ron Harper Jr. are going to take down Clemson Tigers, and they are moving on to the round of 32. That would be cool. I mean, this is a team that, like you said, is rarely ever in the NCAA tournament. But I like Clemson more here. I'm sorry. Rutgers is not as good as they were last year. You're just doing that because I, I beat up on your Blue Jays. And I texted I you mean I, things about the Blue Jays I mean, when they lost to Georgetown. That's yeah. why. This is out of spite. Whatever. Well, at least the team I took was the higher rated seed. That I mean, that's 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 a something. Well, I thought but, you said upsets and feelings yeah, are fun. Right. Here yeah, we yeah, go. That's true. That's true. I, but I like Let's Clemson. go Rutgers. I, I just think Clemson's a better team. They have some better wins. Um, and, yeah, again, Rutgers just doesn't impress me that much. And you know what I really didn't like about Rutgers? They lost to Nebraska this year, and Nebraska is atrocious. You know who they beat, though? Who did they beat? The Fighting Illini. That was early. That was early on. But it happened. It did happen, but... What seed are the Illini? They're a one seed. That, They're that, a one that's seed. A, that's a very just good checking. win. Just checking. Just checking. Very good win. Just wanted to make sure. Clemson did beat Alabama, who's a two seed. So And they beat Florida State, who's a four seed. And they beat Purdue, who's a four seed. So... Scarlet Knights got it. Let's go, baby. That's a that's a fun one because I I I really don't think Rutgers is very good. So hate to say it. But wow. I'm sorry. I'm going Clemson. Wow. All right. Final game of the round of sixty four. Number two Houston. Number fifteen Cleveland State. Who do you got? Going Houston here. Yep. Going Houston too. No big no big fifteen or sixteen upsets. I think that's pretty fair. It's always fun, but... I didn't have any this year. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't either. Do you know how many... How many double... Do you know how many double-digit wins you took? Not many. This, yeah, uh... I could tell. My bracket was, uh... Was kind of tame. Well... Mine... Well, tame, tame in some sense, but if you move on through my bracket, you'd find that it's a little out there. In different ways. All right. Well, you made fun of me, so I'm curious how. I had uh, I had six double digits winning, which is – I think that's a pretty average number. I think I only had two. The I first round I – I think that's too few. Well – Too, too few. Well, listen. My bracket is a little crazy this year. It's a little mad. Mad in the, in the sense that I don't have a lot of upsets. Like – what what about what do you have? Okay, let's let's see what you have in the later rounds. Cause you said it sounds it's a little crazier there. It is a little crazy. Well, it's crazy in a different kind of way. It's crazy because for the first time since two thousand and eight, this is the year of the number one seeds. I have all four number one seeds making the final four, which is which some people might say, oh, that's like a. A lame pick, Kenny. You picked all the number one seeds. No, it's not a lame pick because it's only happened. The last time it happened was in 2008. It never happens. Uh, I was looking up in the past 35 tournaments. Uh, only 1.6 one seeds make it. So not 1.6 for me. I'm going all four this year, and that's my out there pick for the year. It is a year of the number one seeds. But people, 
the reason that people don't like it is because it's it's chalk. I mean, it's it's the easy thing to do. But Why is it, it's not easy. Reason. No, it's, it's it, not easy because well, it is, like, everyone's saying don't do that, and I did it. That's true, but no, I, I I'm with you though. I I'm honestly with you because. You know, year after year, people might think, oh, the one seeds are really good this year. I have three out of four one seeds in it as well. And I, I hate I hate that I did it, but I had to do it. I, Because I'm with you. These one seeds are just they're so good. They're above. They're a little bit – they're better than everybody mm-hmm. else. I had um, – the one I don't have is Michigan. For one, one of their best players, Isaiah Livers, is injured. We don't know how long that's going to last. I have them losing to Alabama in the Elite Eight. I have Alabama in the Final Four, the two seed, so not that much more interesting. But I could see Michigan getting knocked off pretty early, honestly. They look like a beatable team to me. I could see potentially LSU or, or Colorado. I, I honestly think either of those oh, teams I have them going or Florida, Florida State. Yeah, I, I think Florida State is going to be a tough game for them, but I still think they're going to be able to get it done. Yeah, I think, honestly, any any of those teams could easily knock – not easily, but like – Potentially could knock up Michigan. Baylor's the other one seed that I did put them in my final four, but I have them playing Purdue in the Sweet 16. I think Purdue, I really love watching Purdue. They're in their home city. I could potentially see an upset Purdue beating Baylor. Baylor's beatable. They just lost Oklahoma State the other day. Um, And then I have Baylor against Arkansas in the Elite Eight. And Arkansas is a very fun exciting team too that's very hot right now i could see them also upsetting them but yeah i mean i went i went conservative three one seeds and i hate to do it but they just seem so much better they really i mean do. i don't hate to do it i'm kind of owning it i'm i'm saying it's the year of the number one seed and everyone's gonna say kenny you're crazy that never happens it hasn't happened since 2008 so it seems like it's the cheap way to go but it's in reality an interesting way to go because it's so rare of a thing for something like this to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just hate it because I, I hate that it's the reality. Like I, I've had some. Well, and the other thing too is that like the last couple of years, I think like the last two brackets, mine haven't gone so well with the later picks. At least I've had a couple like low teams, or I've had a couple. I, I just haven't had the best final fours the last two years. But, I mean, I don't know. I just I can't help but think that these one seeds are going to have favorable matchups, are going to make the Final Four. And, I mean, I would love to see a lower seed than them make it for sure. But I'm going conservative here. And, my yeah, so my Final Four is Illinois versus Baylor and then Gonzaga versus Alabama. You have Gonzaga versus uh, Michigan. And then what's your championship? I have Michigan defeating Gonzaga, and Baylor defeating Illinois. Then I have Baylor-Michigan, where Baylor will be victorious, and they will be our national champions. Well, that, that's, that's kind of fun, though, because I have the opposite there. I have Illinois uh, against Gonzaga, and I have the, I have the El- Illini. I, I, why can I never say that now? I, I could say it fine before last week. Now I can't say the it. Illini. The Illini. I don't know why no, I'm it, messing that up now. It is. I think it's actually... Illini. Illini. But I just keep saying stuff because I'm being <laughs> stupid on purpose. <laughs> I just – this team is so, so dominant. Every time I watch this team, they just look more incredible than the last time. I think about that game against Michigan a couple weeks ago where they were without their best player, Io Desunmu. They played Michigan, and they crushed them without their best player. They're so well-rounded that I just – I couldn't help but pick anyone to beat them. I think they have a fun – Sweet 16 and Elite 8 games. I have them playing Oklahoma State. I think that's a very, very fun, very good game. And then I have them playing Houston in the Elite 8. Houston's a very, very good team. They're very high up in efficiency on both the offensive and defensive ends. But I still have Illinois beating out everyone. They're just they're too good in my book. They're too well-rounded. I, And plus Baylor, like I said, I think they look, if there's any one seeds that are beatable, I think it's Michigan and Baylor. I could see definitely see Baylor not making the Final Four. So, do you know Baylor beat Illinois in the regular season? Yeah, was that pretty early on? I think it was fairly early on, but it did yeah. happen. Yeah, I, yeah. So I mean, that's definitely part of it. Like Gonzaga played Iowa early on in the season. I have them playing in the lead eight. Gonzaga beat them the first time. I think Gonzaga beats them again. 
Do you have that matchup in the Elite Eight as well? I have Kansas making it to uh, my Elite Eight against Gonzaga. Tough. But you have them going out first. <laughs> I have them going out in the first round. And I mean, who knows? I, I, get, I bet at least a couple of like these three seeds, threes and fours, get knocked out first round. It's just so hard to pick which ones. But I actually have uh, I actually have USC making the Sweet 16 there against Iowa. I really like USC. Um, I have them making against Iowa and then losing probably a close game to Iowa. But I really like USC. I think that's a good sleeper team that makes a Sweet 16 run at least. Also, by, biased, but I have Creighton in the Sweet 16. I had to. It's my team. And I know they're capable of it. They can definitely do it, but I don't really see them beating Gonzaga. But I believe. I, I believe they can They can do anything. Well, I'm excited to come in here next week and see what our, our totals are, what our scores are like, and who who's in the lead so far between you and I. And well, just next talk, week, talk upsets, whoever. There's going to be some upsets yeah, to talk about. Next week, there will have been... The round of 64 to round of 32, and that's it, right? Yeah. yeah. And then we'll be, we'll be talking about the Sweet 16, which will be coming up the next week, the following weekend. Yep. Um, you know, I will say I have these two – I have two 14s and a 13, which is obviously not, not ideal, but I guarantee – I guarantee at least one of those three actually wins, which is not – sounds like not a great thing to say, but – it's just the fact that I don't have any of those but teams if you're making picking, it far. So. But if you're picking, shouldn't you be confident that all those teams are going to win if you pick them? I don't have to be because I, this is – the way I'm looking at it is that this first round is so, so low scoring that I might as well take some of these upset teams that I feel confident about I think can knock off a higher team, especially when it's a higher team that I don't think wins any more than one game. So that's why – and, you know, they might not happen, but I, I guarantee at least one of those three does, if not two. So that, that, that's why I'm doing it. And it makes it fun, too. You cheer on these lower teams. So who knows? I understand. Makes it, makes it fun. Makes it interesting. And plus, like, just the fact that I had to do three ones in the final four just made it like I, ha- I need to liven it up a little bit. So that's where that comes from. Makes it fun. You know, I I uh I will say that I'm not I'm not just someone that always picks ones. I actually you know the year where I think it was like 2013 2014 when it was 7 Yukon versus 8 Kentucky. I had Yukon in the final four that year. Wow. That was a that was one I that's like one of my favorite memories. I had Yukon there in the final four. They ended up win- I didn't have them winning the championship, but they did win it. They they did make the final four which I had there. So that, that, that's one of my favorite March Madness picks. Do you have any that you've had that have made a, like a big pick that's made it far? Off Can't, not, not off the top of my head, Isaiah, no. I usually do kind of poor in these. Uh, <laughs> I oh, up. so you're making fun of my bracket. You well, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't finish. I usually do poor, but I switched up my entire methodology this okay. year about how I bracketize. So this is like a brand new me represented in this bracket so it's like it's almost as if it's the first bracket i've ever done these is the first bracket i've ever done with this specific method in mind you know i i I can kind of say the same thing for myself too because i feel like i had been pretty good at it and then the last like two or three years i just mine just were like average or like it's like sub average so i kind of switched it up this year too i focused on a couple of stats more than others um and, you know, at the end of the day, it still ended up with three ones. But, yeah, I'm kind of excited just to see how it goes, too. Do you want to ex- go in at all about how it's different, what you did? No, I don't want to give away my okay. secrets. Okay. Not That's to fair. you, Isaiah. I don't need Not your, to everybody. I don't need your secrets. But... Well, well, we'll find out if you need my secrets because we'll yeah, see who yeah. has the better bracket. <laughs> Are you in – did you end up joining that league I told you to join? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I just have been working on this all day, so – I haven't joined. All right, because yet, I want you. But... I want your bracket submitted in there so that I could see how you're doing. Okay. Because I don't. I don't know if I trust you. You might. You might try <laughs> I to could pull something show you on my me. Computer. Yeah, but I don't know. Like you <laughs> might have five different brackets in there. Who knows? I'm not sure. I might. I might submit two to that big challenge. One, the one that I've been going off of, and then one with Creighton going all the way. <laughs> 
I, I, you know, it's just one of those things you have to, you have to cheer on your team. So we'll see. We'll see what I decided to do, but yeah. Any more thoughts on the, on the NCAA tournament, Kenny? No, man, I'm just really excited to, to start watching. I, I can't wait for it to be Friday and Saturday. This is my favorite sporting event of the year. It's just nonstop basketball for a couple of days and then you get a little lull and then it's a sweet 16, which is a lot of fun too, but I'm just going to be in front of my TV a lot, be going out watching some of the games. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah, we got a we got a birthday coming up on the extra point. Kenny's birthday coming up this weekend. He's going to spend it watching some NCAA tournament games. Oh yeah, possibly getting an alcoholic beverage or two <laughs> legally. That's exactly possibly. I'm joined by the entire entire uh, the entire extra point fandom by saying happy birthday kenny thank you isaiah i appreciate it i hope your birthday is great hope it's not as great as my bracket ends up being (laughs) but um no it's exciting my weekend's not as exciting because i i really want to watch these games but i have three projects do monday tuesday wednesday no i don't know what's up with my teachers they literally that that should be a that's not right they don't know what march madness is because i i told you before i have a midterm I think I told you I have a midterm Thursday for theology. Oh. And then I have a project due Monday in organizational behavior, a project due Tuesday in entrepreneurship, and a project due Wednesday in Are they tough projects? They're all group projects, but they're all like I mean, I have to carry my weight. I have to do like a decent amount each. Well maybe if there's if there's kind of nerdier people in the group (laughs) that uh, don't watch sports or don't you know maybe you could say, Listen guys, like I would, help, I would help you out if, if a chess tournament was on or yeah. something like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'll try that. We'll, we'll see. It. I it can't make work. fun of nerds, so I have, I have my nerdy side. I like Star Wars. I like superheroes. It's all good. Exactly. Got to be balanced, Isaiah. That's right. So speaking of balance, I'm going to have to figure out how to balance my weekend. I might, I might have some early wake-ups this weekend to try to grind out as much as I can so I can watch as much of this tournament as I can. Because I've been waiting for this. For two years now, after not having a tournament last year. Maybe you do some work during the commercials. Or if there's like a blowout game, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, there's always there's like always four a game on. on. There's four, always yeah. four on. And there's I know. All, and at least one of them's close at all times. So. Maybe you have to like do some work and then target a handful of games and just make sure you see those games. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like my plan because Creighton plays 3.30 on Saturday. Definitely like putting everything away and watching that one. I, I can't do the commercial thing because there's just games on and then, like, yeah. I, I just can't during commercial. I, I can't, like, go for, like, two or three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too difficult. It's definitely not an efficient way to do work. I just can't believe my teachers. I mean, they, they just clearly didn't know what, the, what this weekend is. Well, I'm just happy that I had two – well, I had three midterms last week and one midterm this week. But, you know – Next week is going to be a little bit lighter, so I don't have to worry as much about because you know I'm not getting midterms again. So mm-hmm. and thank God, the following Monday after the Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight, I have another midterm. Jeez, that, so it's not as bad. I don't they're have they're three, killing us. I don't have three projects in a row that week, but I still have one midterm on Monday. It's so. like the extra point has to has to send an anonymous email to these professors to say, "Listen, Isaiah can't talk about the show." If he can't talk on the show about what's going on, if he can't see the games. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I know. Well, you get it. But you did. I remember when we uh, had March Madness our freshman year and we talked about March Madness. I remember, though, you went to Showdown, the dance competition during the Elite Eight. I remember it distinctly. And I was kind of concerned about who you were as an individual, as a sports fan, when you went to Showdown instead of watching the Elite Eight. So, I don't know. It seems like you're complaining now about doing work, but if it's a dance competition, you'll just miss the Elite Eight. What's going on with that, Isaiah? Well, okay, that was that was totally different. <laughs> Showdown is obviously, like, a big thing that a lot of people do go to at BC, but I also had a couple friends in it. A lot of my friends were going, and I had the games on my phone the whole time. I was watching the game. So not only so, did you go to the dance competition, but you watched the games on your phone and disrespected the dancers. Oh, my. So I can't do anything right. I can't do anything right. Well, if you're going to go, go. If you're going to go, go. I'm making fun of you for going, but now you're going, but you're not even really there. It's well, like, I did watch. I watched both. 
You watched both. I watched the dancing and the basketball. The basketball was probably a little more like checking scores. Because that I, I was, was that was the game that now. um who's the guy? Purdue. The the guy no. in the Celtics right now, Edwards. Carson Edwards. Yeah. Oh my God, that was the game when he was just completely splashing three pointers. Is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I don't think I missed that much. I really I it was a while ago. I don't remember totally, but I don't I don't think I ended up missing like a ton. It was Elite well, Eight too. They're not the game. There's not. It's like in the past. It's in the past. I don't think there's a showdown going on, or maybe you'll you have to do a Zoom showdown, or I'm not. Then no, you won't, no you showdown. Won't watch. I'm not going to it. There's nothing. Well, if there's a Zoom showdown, are you gonna watch that instead of watching the Elite no. Eight this year? No. No. Of course not. I don't have any more friends in in showdown anyway. So you're not friends with them anymore. Well, like one of them was like my freshman league leader. So like, and he he's graduated. gone. And then yeah, there's like a couple others that kind of fizzled out. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any friends in dance groups anyway, so don't worry about it. Friendship's tough. <laughs> We're getting deep here on the extra point tonight. Wow. After housing, man, everybody, you know, you find out who your friends are. Yeah, you do. It's like that song. You like country music, right? I who mean, sings every that? now and then. Somebody sings a song. You find out who your friends are. Oh yeah, I know that one. That might be Luke Bryan. I don't know. If you haven't heard that song, it's a great song, and it's true. Yeah. You want to talk about our little our little change in scheduling? Oh yeah! Before we get off the air. Yep. Um, starting next week, pretty important announcement. Actually, I'm we're sorry. Moving. That's a song by Tracy Lawrence. Ah, oh, darn it! Um, starting next week, we're gonna actually be moving. So we'll no longer be coming on here at Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. It's gonna actually be Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. So. Change up there. Um, we're going to tweet it out. We're going to have it. We're going to remind you guys, but just be aware of that change starting next week. So you guys to go not only a week, but a week and a day without Eight us. I'm sorry, guys, but Wednesday we will be in here at 7 o'clock. Even if there's music people in here, we'll get them out of here and we'll get in the studio. And we are going to be doing the extra point and it's going to be a great time. Exactly. A lot of uh, some recap and some looking forward to the rest of the tournament. All right. I think it's all that we got time for tonight, but this has been fun. Exciting weekend coming up. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is the extra point and we will see you next week. Good night.